Hi, I'm Taylor. And I'm Maddie. And it's time for another episode of Sisters Who Posh. We are two sisters who love thrifting and have been reselling online for the past few years. We are sharing all of our best tips and tricks along the way, as well as setting goals and updating our progress each week with brand new episodes every Tuesday. Hello, hello. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Sisters Who Posh. This week, we will be discussing the recent Poshmark Fireside chat that took place, kind of what was said on the chat, and some of our thoughts on the information. Yes, um, there's been a lot of chatter about the call. People have some strong feelings, and both of us were lucky enough to get tickets to be on the call. Um, so we wanted to recap in case you were not able to be on the call yourself, just kind of go over what was discussed and everything that went down, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> but before we get into all that, what is new this week? So a couple updates this week. So it was Earth Day last week, which is super fun when you're in the Poshmark reselling business because it just goes hand in hand with the environment, you know, keeping things out of landfills. So Poshmark was doing a giveaway related to Earth Day, and it was like one of those where you like their like Instagram post and share it on your story and stuff like that. You might have seen it. And I got all excited because then like instantly after I did that, all of a sudden an account called like Poshmark wins or something <laughs> that their name or their picture was the Poshmark logo. So it looks just like the Poshmark Instagram account. <laughs> follows me and I'm like oh my gosh like did I win (laughs) so I like let it follow me and I followed it back and then all of a sudden I saw I had a message from them and it just said hi and that was it (laughs) and I was like okay I think this is fake so then I blocked them but yeah that's definitely a scam (laughs) yeah be on the lookout for that I'm sure if for one of those giveaways, if you actually win, like Poshmark itself will contact you. Yes. Through like your email or on Instagram through the official Poshmark account. So I have since like unfriended the account and didn't respond or anything, but I got my hopes up for just a second that I was a big winner, winner on one of those. <laughs> so that was a little bit funny this week. Also another update this week. So we are always checking on Apple Podcasts to see if we have any new like ratings and notes about our podcast. As we always say on the episodes, we love to read those because it's true. We really do. But we didn't realize that on Spotify, there are also a spot to like give your favorite podcast five stars. And we saw we have a bunch of five star ratings, which was just super exciting to see. So if you're a Spotify listener, like we're seeing those now. We really didn't know they were out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you so much for the five stars on Spotify. And yeah, we we didn't know about that at all. So that was cool. Yeah. How about you? What's going on this week? 
Um, not that much. I went to the bins in Phoenix. I was like re-inspired after our last trip in Texas when we were having so much luck at both the Dallas and Fort Worth bins that I'm like, I need to go back to the Phoenix ones. I haven't been in a couple months. So I went back and I had such a good haul. It was crazy. Like things, (laughs) I found a farm Rio dress that's like the, one of the really sought after like anthropology brands that does really well in a bin like that's crazy yeah i found a coach purse i found oh no i'm blanking like just tons of really good brands that usually do well for us like madewell and it's all blur now i can't even remember what i got (laughs) but i kind of had a bit of a little bit of a hiccup when i was there though so normally at the phoenix bins they are one where they do do that rotation where they pull all the bins off the floor and then bring them on but they let you kind of keep shopping while they start bringing them off and then um, when they start bringing out the new ones, they usually make a big announcement. They're like, okay, like, stop shopping. And then they let you know when you can start shopping again. So they were pulling out the last – they were pulling the bins off the floor. So I was just kind of browsing around, looking in some of the last-minute bins. A lot of times towards the end, people are, like, ditching their stuff. They're changing their minds on. So I sometimes find good things during that time. So I was just doing a little scope out, looking around, and – yeah, so I go to the, like the last row of what are the bins that are like left on the floor, and I start looking through. And I had been at this bin like earlier during the time. Like I already had looked at this bin earlier, but it was like just one of the last ones left. So I started looking through it, and suddenly I'm pulling out like a new with tags anthropology dress, made well. Show me your moo moo. I'm just like one after another and throwing them in my cart. I'm like, what's going on? Like someone's passing on these, and that's when one of the workers comes up to me and he's like, hey, you can't shop right now. And I realized that the last row of bins that I was looking in was not the last row of bins from the last rotation. It was the first row of new bins they were bringing out. And I did have my AirPods and listened to a podcast. So I don't, I don't know if I just missed the announcement, but I felt so bad. He was like, just take it, just go, just go to the side. And I was like, okay, sorry. And it was just so embarrassing. But I got really good stuff, so it kind of was fun. Sometimes they make people put it back. I'm sure he noticed that you clearly weren't doing it like maliciously or something. Oh my something. gosh, I was like browsing, taking my yeah. time. Like I did not know what was going on there. So that was my, totally my bad. And it was so embarrassing because everyone was waiting off to the side once I kind of like realized what was going on. <laughs> yeah, so that happened this week, but still was worth it. Still got a really good haul, which was really good. And it helped me finish up my 10 listings per day in April. Yeah. Give me the last little surge of inventory I needed to make that happen. And then the other update this week that I have seen, kind of another half an update, half like a Posh News update kind of, but I saw Poshmark had sent a survey out to, um, it was like on the top of my news feed. I don't know who they all sent it out to, but they sent it out to me. So I was looking at it <laughs> and I clicked on it and I saw other resellers talking about this too, because I started taking the survey and the survey was like all questions of like, what third party tools do you use? Like asking, like, use Poshmark VA? Do you use this perfectly? Do you use Vendu? But, like, it was a survey from Poshmark. And then I was scared to finish answering it because I'm like, <gasps> yeah. So I don't know if they're coming up with their own tools soon or what's going on, but I thought that was interesting. Definitely. Otherwise, one other update. So we are actually back together again this week due to some personal reasons. And- Couldn't stay away. I'm just <laughs> back in Texas again. <laughs> 
And yeah, it's been fun. One of the things we did today, which we meant to do last time you were here, <laughs> but then we stayed up too late watching Parent Trap, is we went to a yoga in the park this morning and we got to use the yoga mat that we got at the bins finally. Yeah. Which you said it was pretty nice. I used it. It was nice. Like, you know, sometimes you have a yoga mat that's a little bit too slippery. This one had a nice grip to it. And you kind of need that for when you're... Doing oh, yeah. these inversions where you're upside down. Yeah. Don't want to be sliding all over the place. So, yeah, I'm excited to use it myself, too. True. We didn't do much thrifting this weekend, but we did make one stop to Play-Dohs today as well. So that was kind of fun. It didn't seem like they had much, but I know they just finished their big sale. So I'm sure they're just working on putting new stuff out. Yeah, I know they've had, I mean, like a lot of other places, the huge staffing shortage. I feel like every week they're updating the hours. And yeah. Like, they were turning people away left and right to bring in items today, we know yeah. yeah. But we did find a few things. We had a 20% off coupon, and but we were pretty selective with it. I was really proud of us. I mean, I feel like a lot of the items that I put back, I would have definitely gotten <laughs> in the past and then just not turned as great of a profit on. But we're still kind of going with our New Year's resolutions to be a little more picky. So I'm proud of us. Yeah, and... Like I don't, I didn't pack the bag within a bag this time, unfortunately. So that was really limiting me on how much I could pick up. Otherwise, I'm sure I could have made a few more things happen there. But what was your favorite thing from today? I found these, well, okay, I only found three things. So I'm going to say all three. (laughs) But two of them were Rola's jean shorts. I've had good luck with those in the past. They sell on Revolve and they're pretty easy to find like the stock photo for. So I'm really excited about both of those. I don't think it's a brand that my Play-Dohs is super familiar with because they have them at a really good price. And then I found, well, we both found, but you put them back because you didn't have enough room in your bag. (laughs) But um, these like rag and bone, like sandal slide kind of style sandals. Yeah. That were like rubbery. And we checked the comps and they had really good comps. And they looked, I think they were new with tag even. So I'm really excited about those as well. Very, like, summery. I was looking at a lot of items that were, like, a flannel and, like, other things. And I'm proud of myself for getting three summer kind of styles this time. Definitely. I found another farm dress, one of my new favorite brands, I guess. I guess, yeah. (laughs) It looked like a little older of a tag, so I'm not sure. But they had it... They had it marked very reasonable, too. I think it was only, like, 10 bucks. plus we had the coupon. So I did pick that up. And then I got... I think another dress by that same brand that I got a dress from at this Plato's last time, which was that Meshki. Yeah. Which I think is a swim brand, but this one is like a purple sparkly going out dress or something. Yeah. And then I also got, oh, an Everlane dress. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's just a basic cream color dress, but they didn't have marked too high, and I really like selling Everlane. I really just like wearing Everlane too, so. Yeah. <laughs> And then right as we were walking out, we found a Lovers and Friends tank top. So I threw that into it. Oh, yeah. get that. We were kind of going back and forth on it, but went for it. We went for it. We had a close, we had a kind of a close call behind the counter. They had a pair of those like leather fry boots. Yeah. Um, they were like a black tall boot and the Play-Dohs had them marked for $35 
and we had the coupons. So what would that be? Like 20, 28, I think it was. Yeah. $28. We had her pull them down and the soles just weren't in the best condition. I, I don't know. Scared. I don't know if we made the right choice. I got scared. We chickened out because of the condition, but honestly, we might, we might have. I don't know if we made a mistake or not. I know. I'm. What feeling, would you have done? Should Maddie go back? Yeah, I'm <laughs> curious if other people have sold those fry boots and like what their experience was. Obviously, you know, it's more of a winter item, but yeah, I would have been fine with holding them. I just didn't want to. I don't know. Maybe I'll go back. <laughs> Yeah, that's like one brand I see other resellers pick up all the time, but neither of us have ever bought or sold them. So I, yeah. that was just a little more pricey than what we typically pay up, quote unquote, for things. Right. But let us know if you think we should go back. Yeah. <laughs> we are bringing to you live our Posh News Update. Each week, we'll give you an update on what's going on in the Poshmark app, any new features or what's going on in the reseller community. All right, so this week's Posh News update is a new feature on Poshmark. So we both are running a sale this weekend. Weekend. This weekend. <laughs> I'm a Texas girl now. Texas girly. <laughs> and we notice when someone sends you an offer and if you counter offer back so say someone sent me an offer for $18 and I countered back for $28 now in Poshmark it shows up at the bottom it says match the buyer's last offer of $18 and you can just hit that button and it'll I think it'll just offer them their same price that they had already sent before. Yeah. So if you kind of are, you know, sometimes we do it where we counter offer and then we're like, oh, was that being greedy? Should I have just accepted? Because now they're not saying anything. Yeah. Like, kind of regretting it. Now there's kind of a spot to handle that rather than having to wait the whole 24 hours for the offer to expire. So I think this is really nice, you know, for moments like that to just kind of speed things along. I think that's a great new feature because that's like such a thing that happens when you get an offer and it's like a little lower than what you're wanting, you counter back and always like four hours later, if they haven't responded, I'm always like kicking myself being like, oh, I should have just accepted. Like the profit was there and I was just like, had it in my head, I should get this much for it. Right. So great feature. Yeah. Check it out. But that was new to us this week. So that brings us to the main event of today's episode. We are recapping Poshmark's infamous fireside <laughs> chat that happened this past Thursday. So just before we kind of start, we just want to preface by saying when we signed up, when we saw they were having this fireside chat, I think both of us were originally like excited for it. Yeah. And had super high hopes. Like I know a lot of the buzz in the community uh, lately has been about the new search and the, how the new algorithm seems to be working with the search and a lot of people have some critique about how it's pulling up items or more isn't pulling up items and you know we've seen some of that too a lot of people have been seeing slower sales and they are attributing that to maybe this new search so when we saw they were having this fireside chat saying like, oh, we're going to be discussing the updated search, we were both really excited because for us, I agree that the, the old search did need some work with improvement. 
So we, and if they are going to change it, like we're just both excited to find out like how to use it and just be able to kind of change our ways of working so that we're able to utilize the new search in the best way and then get our sales, you know, on track to where we want them to be. Yeah, I mean, Poshmark is an app, you know, it's in the tech industry, which is always changing. And they are a company, you know, that's always changing and always fixing things and adding new features. You know, we have a Posh News update where we go through new features that they have. So like being in this business, we know you have to be comfortable with change and willing to kind of grow and change as the app changes. And we're you know, it's always hard, but we went into this call of like, all right, we have a notepad out or we want to learn how to improve with yeah. a new search. Yeah. And, and almost in any field, like yeah. you got things are always changing and you got to keep up. And I think the most successful businesses are ones that can like adapt to new changes quickly and just get on board with it and learn it and move on rather than like digging your heels in and like trying to drag your feet with every new change because there's always going to be new changes with social media and tech and all of that. But we did know that the community was pretty angry about the new search just because I think the main part that we see is like there hasn't been really any communication about what's different about the new search and how to use it. So a lot of community members from Poshmark are a little bit upset. Um, Well, and it's confusing because like everyone's trying to do their own research on it and is speculating on how it works. So there's a lot of information out there and we just want to know like what is right. So it's like, yeah, some people are saying like shorter descriptions or shorter titles are better or, you know, relisting is helpful or not helpful. And it's like confusing when it's a new feature, just like, you know, working through all of that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, there's lots of theories flying around (laughs) about, okay, this is how we think the new search is working. And some people have even experimented with shortening their titles or deleting new tags out of their titles or anything they can do to try to make their items show up in this new search. But yeah, so we just kind of want to start by saying that. Like, we were excited to be on the call and to be... I mean, we still are excited to like learn how to use this search, whatever's going to be new about it. So yeah, we we but went yeah. into the call like bright eyed and bushy tailed and like ready to learn. Yeah, definitely. And then we also wanted to say they are hosting another call uh, in the upcoming weeks. I think it is already sold out, but they did say on this call that they are going to be reposting that call. So... So everyone should be able to get that information. They didn't say where they'll be posting it. I imagine it'll like show up as a banner on Poshmark or we'll all get an email or something. But I'm yeah. sure on Instagram, once once it's True. out, it'll be all over the place. So just keep an eye there. But anyway, so we, the, we got into the call. The call was supposed to run from 2 o'clock to 2.30, my time in Phoenix. Yeah. So we first we just wanted to go over, we both took some notes from the call, just kind of go over what was actually said on the call. And then we also want to break down just like, I'm sure if you've been following along with how this call went on Instagram, there was definitely some excitement in the comment section. Uh, And we just kind of want to go through some of that, our thoughts on it, and then what we're doing in the meantime here to try to increase our own sales with the new search. Right. Okay, so the call began and 
they acknowledged that like the overwhelming question they received that like people wanted to talk about on this call was the search. So they started out by talking about what the change was that was made. And they talked about how the old search was based on keyword data, heavily focused on the share date with the thought of having like an emphasis on active listings. So that's kind of where the share date came from. I thought that was interesting. I mean, I had never really thought of it like that. Yeah. So, I mean, that was... <laughs> trying to be positive here. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then they mentioned that the new search still has both of those components, but it's prioritizing both now. So I think it was more heavily focused on share date in the past and now it's maybe a little less on the share date. More like half and half between share and what the keywords are. Right. Also, just, I don't know if we said this already, but the who was leading the call, it was two of Poshmark's senior VPs, one of them being the one of the co-founders of yeah. Poshmark. And I think they were both in the branch of like seller community relations. Yeah, right. So then they talked about kind of like how they developed the new search and like the results of their testing for that. So they talked about how they made a methodology. They talked about how they made a methodology. Oh my God. <laughs> it's basically how the call went. <laughs> <laughs> So they talked about how they had a control group and basically a testing group with the new algorithm and to see how the new algorithm would perform, basically kind of split us up into two groups and the new algorithm outperformed the test group using the old search. So they mentioned like four metrics that they saw increased I didn't jot them all down. I was too slow. But um, it was like increase in orders, increase in number of sellers who made a sale. I think there was one that was like increase on... People that searched an item and actually ended up purchasing the item. From that search. Like basically showing that their search kind of... They found what they were looking for. And then I think... I'm not sure if this was a separate one or if increase in orders was the same thing. But like they saw overall like increase in sales or revenue for Poshmark. Yes. And it sounds like they're still in this process with testing and having there be a control group. Yeah. And they are still like tweaking things with the new algorithm. It didn't sound like it was totally set at this point. And that was kind of confusing to us because the call we were on was the fireside chat, which was we were thinking was going to be a lot more information about like how to use the new search. But their next call that's upcoming is actually called like the search hacks call. So I'm thinking that down the line, they're thinking they'll have it more dialed in of like, these are the things you should do yeah. to utilize the search better. And that's not really what this call was. I would kind of think that the goal of this call from their end was more just to be like, hey, we want to be better about our communication with We're you gonna, guys yeah. because we know a lot of people are upset that like it feels like we haven't been. And I think when they originally sent out the the survey, because they sent out a survey before the call asking for, you know, what we wanted to discuss on it, I think they were expecting a variety of questions on that. And then we would talk about a variety of topics at a high level on this first call. And then Got like it. the subsequent calls would be like the search hacks, the shipping hacks or yeah. whatever, like each 
you know, major thing people want to know about. But this call, really, we only talked about search. And then, like, the next one is also going to be about search. Yeah. I think it was loud and clear from the community that that was, like, 99% of sellers' main concern. Yeah. Yeah. So they did address two, um, you know, there's been rumors floating around out there about the Google search. You know, does Poshmark still have a relationship with Google? How's that working? Because sometimes the Poshmark listings aren't showing up when you search for it on Google. But they confirmed that there was no change to the relationship with Google. They did note, though, that like Google changes their own algorithm, which is kind of outside of Poshmark's control. So that might be why there's differences between, you know, sometimes more Poshmark listings show up when you search like free people dress and sometimes there's maybe not as many. They gave a couple tips to show up on the Google search. We weren't terribly impressed with these tips because we think they're kind of basic, but we'll share them anyway. (laughs) (laughs) I think these are overall just good tips anyway, but Um, use a white background and for a new with tags item to add a picture of the barcode um, something kind of triggers with the the google search so that might help get it in there but also they were like these are not hard and fast rules if you do this you'll show up on google or something so it's just kind of like best practice nothing really groundbreaking there i would say yeah so at this point in the call, so I think when this, in the, this part of the call, this was probably about 10 minutes in, they had kind of yeah. gone through that information. And during this whole time that they were, had been speaking, I would say if you're watching the chat, it's just rapid fire scrolling in the whole time and just questions, 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 people just being like, please change it back, please change it back. Like a lot of just like super passionate. Yeah very like hot like I don't know like um the word to use but just like very almost like aggressive just like a lot of messages coming in fast of like heavy criticism about the new search and really wanting information it was intense yeah so we'll get into more of that later but at that time the the two people leading the call they were going to start like fielding some questions from the chat I think was what they had intended to do They got a few questions out, but this is where things really kind of got interesting. (laughs) Yeah. It seemed like on Poshmark's end, those two were the only ones on the call. Like, they didn't have a third moderator or anything. Yeah, of, like, that was helping them sift through these comments. And it was insane seeing them all pop in. So they were trying to, like, find questions in there to answer, but it was a little awkward. They were The questions were getting buried because they were just moving so fast, and... People were just really, this was like, I feel like the first time people like thought they had a, they had Poshmark on the line to tell them how they were feeling. And the feedback was definitely being given about how people were feeling (laughs) with the changes and how the changes had been communicated. Yes. A lot of people in the chat were saying, you know, even specific numbers of, hey, my sales used to be X thousand dollars a month and now it's only 400, 400 what's going on and things like that so they i wrote down they answered why slow sales of you know kind of a broad question of why have sales been slow for some of us that are doing this you know more at volume and their answers were kind of vague (laughs) where they mentioned to not stop sharing that this is still a major factor in the new search so to like 
still be sharing your closet. Yeah. And then they also pointed to that shoppers are shifting their buying habits. So, you know, we all know things are opening up and people are buying in different ways, buying in person again. And that was what they kind of listed as a reason why sales might be slow. Yeah, just buying different types of items. So those were, that was their response on why sales were slow, (laughs) potentially. (laughs) Yes. And then uh, they also were asked, they pulled out a question about what they were or what they are planning for search kind of going forward. And again, the answer was pretty vague, I would say, and just was kind of like they're still testing and improving it. It's ever changing and just keep an eye out for new info. Yeah. I know I didn't write it down just because there was so much going on with the the chat, the comments yeah. and everything that my notes didn't end up being the best, but there was one question that they pulled out about communication on changes of like how can we expect communication, you know, changes to be communicated in the future like this and kind of more details on that and they kind of just pointed out that like that's a reasonable request. Yeah. That they're like, you know. oh, yeah, that sounds reasonable. We'll try to do that. Yeah, so there wasn't a ton of specifics on how we'd be hearing about those, but that was kind of the the response we got. And then I think we were 19 minutes into the call, and they were like, all right, I think we're going we're gonna to wrap up. Yeah. <laughs> and the, yeah, it, the chat just really... That- Made that was like in the chat. that was like the nail in the coffin to the chat that was already really fired up. Which I agree with what you said of like this was people. I I totally understand if you're a reseller and you're ha- seeing all these changes and you're kind of like talking into a void maybe. Yeah. And then you, you're finally on. You're the finally face to face. We're on the line. We're on this limited person call. That you could see that as like your big moment to like write something in the chat, but it just got so bogged down because people were like, yeah. the, the the presenters would say one word and say like transparency. And then 10 people in the chat would write transparency question mark, where yeah. it was just like, even the, the questions got so lost in the chat. So they were like, all right, I think we're going to wrap up. And that made everyone really angry because it wasn't even the 30 minutes. Yeah. So and it's and there were a lot of really valid follow up questions to what they had said in the presentation. So it would have been nice to have like a little Q and A at the end. I do kind of get why they needed to get off because it took a turn and it was just not really going anywhere productive at that point. Right. But it was also I I think it didn't look good that they hopped off the call early when it's already such a short call. Yeah, and then I I know we were expecting them to have you know even some more questions that, that like pre-questions yeah yeah that so they that, had maybe written down that they could have just answered and even just ignore the chat at that point and finish out the last 10 minutes but the call ended up being only about 20 minutes of the 30 minutes and just kind of ended it was yeah. it was odd I mean it was night and day we we both were talking that maybe we went into it a little naive of that it was going to be really productive but um, yeah, it was it was kind of jarring. I have never been on, you know, in, a, in the workplace. I've obviously never been on a call like that where people are criticizing At the presenters 
at that level and you know the chat's going crazy like that in a negative way so it was it was quite the experience (laughs) yeah it was wild I think so kind of that was just a recap of exactly what was said from them on the call to the best of our ability from our notes obviously we paraphrased but Okay, so that's kind of not really even our opinion on right. That's, We're just reading the notes. That's of what just they the said. recap. Um, I think, kind of now switching gears to like our thoughts about how the call went. Like Maddie said, I think we went in, and I was really surprised at a lot of things about how the call actually went because it was really, it really went off the rails. To be honest, like I, I don't know what happened there, but I think the main criticism for like there's criticism that I have for like Poshmark and then there's criticism I have for like everyone that was on the call because it was like both parties it did not it was not a good look for really anyone for really anyone like okay so I guess starting on the criticism for us as sellers we'll start yeah so I get people are heated up and angry and it was the time to talk to them but it was like so over the top and if like this especially like, this is, like, my full-time job now. Yeah. And it felt like a work call. Yeah. And it's just, like, oh, my gosh. How can we expect... I think she, like, Golden State of Mind posted, a, kind of, a recap on her Instagram story that Maddie found and showed up, showed me. And it was, like... I feel like she said it really good in her last point. was, like, that is just not professional to... Like, people were yelling, like, dumpster fire! Like, this is horrible! Yeah. Like, it was just not... Like, in order to get to the end goal us as sellers want, like, that was just, like, not the way to get there is to just really be so disrespectful. It's like we need to communicate with Poshmark, and, you know, this was kind of our chance to get some questions answered. And just having that chat be full of comments of kind of, kind of some nasty things to the presenters. I mean, it was, it was awkward. It was embarrassing. And like a lot of them were valid. People are upset, but it's just like, it wasn't really appropriate to be just like throwing, throwing information at them like that during a call. I didn't think like it was just, no, it was just, it wasn't helping anything. And I mean, it clearly didn't want it didn't make them want to stay on the call with us. No, and even when they were on the call, after like the first 15 minutes, it was like so much dead air and just like awkward laughing and being like, oh, like uh, the chat is really going crazy, huh? And like trying to find the next question. And it was just like a lot going on, to be honest. But like I get why people are mad. So I like, I think people have a right to feel like frustrated and angry, but just like thinking about how you want to communicate that to like the app, it was like not productive. Right. And then on Poshmark's end, I was shocked there even was a chat, to be honest, because yeah. when you registered to get a ticket for this call, they had like a little form you filled out where you could like put any questions you have or topics you want covered in that. And other calls that I've been on and work in the past, whenever it's like at my old job, we would have like countrywide calls sometimes. Yeah. And it was like, yeah, we're not going to all like be in the live chat doing questions when there's like when it's mo- 800 stores on there yeah so it, they would get questions beforehand and be like okay here were some of the main questions we got and like go that route and then you could like give feedback after and I feel like that structure was kind of needed in this and since I'm sure a lot of people did ask questions when they registered it seemed like they could have compiled like 
the top five questions from that. And that could have filled the last 10 minutes. And like you said, just kind of disregard the chat at that point. Right. And just had a more like prepped 30 minute presentation of like, that's what I was thinking too. I mean, going into it, I was expecting exactly that you're, you were saying where it's like more of a, a one way call where like they're presenting to us and they have like a PowerPoint and they are going to, you know, bounce back and forth and even maybe show us how, like examples of the search of how it works or something like that of like more just like preparation up front yeah with these questions that we sent in or even just like their own stuff that they wanted to share with us but because based on what the actual information that they gave some of it was so vague that it was like what's even the point of having this call if we don't have anything solid Right. Like when they're saying, okay, here's how you can use the search best. They're like, do what works for you. Follow your heart. It's like, well, why are we on a call about this then? I thought this was going to be like information about like what exactly changed and like how to use it going forward. Right. (laughs) And that was like not what the call was. Yeah, I agree. I was really disappointed. I, like we said, we thought there was going to be a lot of new information and I feel like I didn't get a lot of new information. And even some of the the points that they were saying of like sharing your closet and use a white background, I was almost like, come on, we even know that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You wrote a feedback. Do you want to read that on here? Yeah. So they did send out a survey at the end where you could kind of give feedback of like, you know, what you thought basically. And there was the last question of it was what topic would you like team posh to address next? And I filled this out like right after the thing because I saw it pop up and I was like, I have some thoughts. (laughs) (laughs) So I wrote search exclamation point. The call ended up being very generic and we didn't learn any new info on how to improve our sales with the new search. The presenters seemed to know that we wanted more information on how to improve our listings under the new search example Are shorter titles versus longer titles better? Is relisting still adding value under the new search, etc.? But didn't address those on this call. Additionally, the call ended 10 minutes before the scheduled time, and there were plenty of questions and concerns being raised in the chat. Not defending the chat, but I was a little there. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Well, there were some people being really respectful in there. We can talk about that next. (laughs) Yeah. I was expecting a presentation and more detailed information. I have not made a sale in almost three weeks and I'm not placing blame on Poshmark or the new new search, but I'm genuinely looking for insight from those that understand and created the algorithm. So it's like, this was our chance to talk to the source, not other resellers that have their theories on how it works. Like. This is from Poshmark, and we just really didn't get any new information. Yeah. But, but yeah. Also, I mean, it really would have helped if they had some kind of moderator because, like, even going through oh. the chat, there was some valid questions in there that were really good. If and someone like, could have been getting that those pulled to the side and the, the two people actually presenting didn't have to be... Even have the chat open. Yeah. That could have been really helpful. But, again, it's, like, because the chat was so bogged down with the the snarky comments it was like some of those really good questions got totally lost and i hope those resellers like put those in the like feedback surveys or are sending those directly to poshmark because yeah they didn't get answered (laughs) i know it's like and, and people have really tough critical feedback i'm not saying like i just it just there should be a, like, they should email that to Poshmark or put it in the feedback. Like, be honest. Give them yeah. your critical feedback. I'm not saying, like, 
don't get to, critical. Yeah. If, if you think that the, the old search was better and, you know, your sales, you have the numbers to show it, you want to talk about that, like, definitely give your direct feedback. I'm not saying, like, we all have to, like, act like the new search is way better. Right. But, like... Just, it just wasn't the time or place, and Poshmark should have had control of the call better, too. Like, it just wasn't... It just went off the rails completely. Right. <laughs> but on both sides. Yeah, and I'm sure... <laughs> I mean, I hope everyone on that call fills out that survey. Yeah. Even if they only have completely negative things to say, it's like, Poshmark needs to know how people are feeling. And I'm sure they do after that call, but, like... Yeah. Yeah, when the call was starting to wrap up, I copied the whole chat because I'm like, we need to read this later because, like, there are some really good questions there. Plus, it's just, like, the things were going by so fast, and I just wanted to, especially even for our podcast, to, like, remember, like, what actually was said yeah. <laughs> in there because it, it was a lot of information happening all at once. Yeah, so a couple of things that stuck out to us, like, they quickly made it clear that this call or there was going to be another call the search hacks that was like more what we were expecting hopefully has some really good information in it and they were like yeah we're really excited to communicate with you again in june and everyone in the chat was like june yeah when they said the next call wasn't until june everyone got mad and then everyone's like well we don't even have tickets to the next call yeah Yeah, I think the June thing and when they, you know, were wrapping up the call and were like, okay, I hope this was helpful. I hope we, you found this call to be transparent and uh, informative. And a lot of people had some stuff to say about that too, where they were just like, no, this was a complete waste of time, basically, was the underlying Definitely. message. Yeah, so I, I guess that's our thoughts on the call. Yeah, overall, just weird. Like, I mean... Nobody really came out on top on that call. No. Kind of just feel bad after you leave the call. Yeah, it kind of just left a weird taste in your mouth. It was good to kind of like yeah. step away from the call. Yeah, and they did say on the call, like one of the, I think the main point that they were driving home on the call was like they want to improve their communication with us because obviously uh, it's been something that they get criticism from the reselling community a lot is just like sometimes changes come up and they like we want advance notice on them or and so on and so forth and they were saying they want to commit to having more calls like this in the future and having more communication so if anything after seeing the chat of this call and all that hopefully they'll take it really seriously of like how they can get those lines of communication open between both but on our end too like the seller's got to be open to like changes too yeah Definitely. I mean, have there been calls like this in the past? I've I, never I looked it one. up and there was a fireside chat I saw. It was before you or I ever did reselling. It happened like right when the world was shutting down with COVID. They did a fireside chat about like how to sell okay. through a pandemic. Okay. Um, so not exactly like this where it's like exact like criticism about something they changed. It was kind of like the pandemic kind of right, call. Right. Like a lot of businesses I'm sure were having at the time. Right. Yeah, because the only thing I can, like, compare this to is the Posh Fest calls of, like, yeah. kind of learning about, you know, different tools or whatever through that. Yeah. So, very different experience. Very different experience. Yeah, so from there, I guess we kind of want to go into what we're trying to do in the meantime to utilize search and utilize Poshmark so we can still make money on there and make sales on there. 
Because at the end of the day, like, I, I know there's been a lot of, like, stuff being said about Poshmark right now, and people are really unhappy with this change. But in general, like, we both really like reselling on Poshmark. It's our main seller that we use for reselling. Yeah. And, you know, we, we do really want to be open to new changes. And at the end of the day, I you just got to believe that Poshmark's goal is to make more sales and make more money. And that's our goals for our closets, too. And... You know, yes, they're changing the search a little bit right now, but once it gets set in stone, I'm sure there's going to be a way for sellers to maximize it again the best, how, like how we were able to with the shares and how we knew how to use the old search so well. Right. And even, I mean, once, because they did say they're still in testing and changing things, I feel like once it is finally done or like the dust most, is settled, mostly done that they will have to change in Poshmark. Like, you know, when you make a new account and it kind of explains the steps of like how to make a listing and stuff like that. Like we should go back to that and see like what has changed. You know what I mean? If they're like recommending some different things, like really use the hashtags or whatever it might be that there'll be some communication to of how to succeed on here because like they have to give us the that tools, information yeah. for them to do well as well. You yeah. know what I mean? They're so. not going to just change it and then just like keep it secret. I'm, right. It seems like right now it's just in a big transition period. Yeah. But, okay, so I saw on Instagram, or her username is at Grateful Posher, or just Grateful Posher, and she was recently, she did an interview with the Thrifter Sisters podcast, and I really liked that interview, so I really recommend everyone should go listen to it. It's honestly so good, because she has a lot of, like, really different approaches to things that she does that, like, are outside of the norm of the same advice that, like, other people get. Some of it I'm not sure if I, like, she's really big into doing community shares, which is, like, something that we've said before is like that was on our waste of time episode yeah, yeah. so i'm not saying we perfectly align on everything but i think it's cool that she's like trying different things and you right, know right. she has a really unique take when i really like and that interviews kind of was eye-opening in that way of like oh maybe there are different things you can try to get creative with how to drive more sales and she did a reel this week um just talking about her take on the whole call the fireside yeah. chat and the last point in it Oh, yeah. So it wasn't her last point. Sorry. She made her her post like starts out um, just being like, you know, she's trying to just stay away from the negativity of this whole call drama. Yeah. Which I think is a good way to look at it because it's not helping anything to just be like mad at Poshmark about stuff all the time or putting the blame for your sales on something else. Because at the end of the day, it's like you have more control over your sales and how you're going to make money in a side hustle or whatever you're doing with reselling. Like, it's on you at the end of the day. It's, we, we use these apps to sell, but you can't just, like, blame everything on them all the time. And sh- she put, like, you know, you have to remember to, like, run your business like an actual business and don't be too reliant on, like, an algorithm of a certain platform at all, basically. Which I just thought was, like, interesting because I feel like that's so true. She was kind of thinking, she kind of said, like, if you had, like, a Shopify website you wouldn't like blame Shopify if your sales were bad, you know? And if you're like, we have listings on Poshmark. Yeah, there's like certain things with the algorithm and stuff, but it's not like totally, like there's still things you can do to like try to drive sales on your own. Like, if, right. are you really doing everything you can right. to to do what's in, what is in your controllable things that you're in charge of? Right. Like, are you still completing your list of things you want to do each week for Poshmark? Yeah. 
Yeah. Because I kind of caught myself doing that too. We talked like, you know, I think some of this started even last month in March where this, yeah. this has been kind of ongoing with the new search. And I, we both noticed our sales slowing down quite a bit. And like in March, I was like, oh yeah, my sales are slow. And then I'm kind of realizing like, oh, I really haven't been listing like anything new like yeah. all month. Yeah. And now I'm like, oh, it's because of the search algorithm. Yeah. Like maybe that's not helping and maybe my sales would be better if I was able to utilize the search better, but it's definitely not helping that I'm like kind of slacking on my listing. Right. And then in this month, I've been really like trying to be diligent with my listing and I have seen like better sales you know right um especially the last couple weeks so i think that we're trying to just focus too on like the things that we can do because we can't just have put all our energy into trying to get poshmark to change the search back to something we get right definitely so one thing that we did to try to drive some sales is we are both currently as we talk right now running closet sales yeah so we're both running a name your own price sale this weekend and they've gone really well i'm like really yeah happy with the results so far you know like i said in my email to poshmark i didn't have a sale for almost three weeks i think it's mostly because i wasn't listing for months before that and like you know maybe not as good with the sharing either and really just kind of not putting a ton of energy into poshmark but so i didn't really know going if i ran a sale like man, is this just going to be a bummer if I still don't make any sales? (laughs) Okay, I felt like that too, though. I was like, oh, like, it probably won't work. I always get that feeling right before you're going to start a sale where you're just like, you're like, I guess I'll do it. But And then it always goes better than you think. And yeah, I had a really good sale. I've, you know, consistently the Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, I've made a decent number of sales. And that's been super encouraging of just like, communicating to people is a really big part of selling on Poshmark of just yeah letting people know that you're open to offers is basically what we're doing with the name your own price sale and then just kind of being a little accepting some offers that maybe are a little lower than we normally would but like that's really it and it's I don't know I feel like after going to the bins with you guys and doing all that sourcing I was getting kind of pumped about Poshmark again yeah and then like running but then I still wasn't seeing the sales like instantly the next day which is normal but then running a sale and having success with it has really made me like excited motivated yeah to do those you know daily tasks and stuff like that so I definitely recommend if you haven't run a sale in a while to give it a try yeah, we both were kind of joking earlier today off the podcast, just being like, you know, we've been just sitting next to each other watching TV today and checking, refreshing our Poshmark closet, seeing we have any new offers rolling in. And we're both running the name your own price sale right now. But if we're being totally honest, if it wasn't the name your own price sale, like some most of the offers we're getting, we probably would accept like yeah. on any day. Like yeah. it's not really the only thing different is we're actively putting effort into like driving people to like come check out my closet, come check out my closet. Yeah. So right now, while the search is kind of up in the air and we're not exactly sure if our listings are being highlighted the way they used to be when we knew how to use it perfectly. But there's still things that we can do to try to be more creative to get people to come to your closet that we could do even if we're not having a sale. So I kind of think like just taking that takeaway from the sale we've been having this weekend of being like, okay, what are other ways that we can do a better job of getting people to go like look in our closets and grab the other items? Because like you said, it's like some of the stuff that's selling 
it's not even like our best brand stuff. It's like people making a bundle of even some of the stuff that isn't even that searchable, like some like vintage boutique bra- brands. Yeah. yeah. That like we modeled and it like you know, shows really well what the item is, yeah. but it isn't like the coolest brand ever. It's just like a cool little yeah. vintage piece that would be really hard to find in the search right now. But yeah, that's really motivated me too to be better with just communicating with buyers. Like yeah. you were saying of like, you know, we have that standard message when someone likes something in our closet that we send out of just like, hey, like, thanks for checking out my closet. Let me know if you have any questions. Yeah. And I have really gotten slow at sending those out, if I I'm know. being honest. Back in the well, day. Well, that's one thing when you have Posture VA and it's sending out the offers, it's so deletable to like go back and follow up with like a message. Yeah. Like we used to be sending those, like sending those messages out multiple times a day to pe- to new people that liked our items. Yeah. So it would be like the same day they liked it, they'd get that message from us. Yeah. And an offer in their bundle. But now it's like the Posture VA sends out the offer right away. And real realistically, like they're You're not getting, even sending them anymore. They're getting the message like <laughs> maybe within a week. Yeah. And it's like by then they're like, well, I already bought that. From someone else. dress, like, (laughs) a week ago, and it's already here, so, like, hey. Old news. Yeah. No, and I think, like, that, we we recently talked about how we kind of have been neglecting closet clear out. That was a good way we used to follow up with people, and we both have tried it again more recently, and it's like, we do make sales from doing that. Yeah. And, yeah, it's a little more out of your way, and you're, you're messaging people more, and I know sometimes it can kind of feel embarrassing to message, but... If you're just trying to let people know about a good deal that they, they can get on something that they liked from your closet, we just got to remove that like self-conscious feeling about doing that because they yeah. can always just unlike it and then they won't get the messages anymore. Yeah. Yeah. But- I feel like some of the processes with Posture VA and even the like bulk features in Poshmark have streamlined things so well that like some of the old manual things we would do, like sending out closet clear out messages seem like oh, well, I'm just going to skip that because it'll take me forever. Yeah. And it's like... But it really is more personalized and you you do get sales from doing that. The other thing is I know Poshmark's been experimenting with these like discounted shipping hours. That's another way you can reach out to customers again. I know they started out really strong with the free shipping ones and then I know now sometimes it's only like the $5.95, <laughs> which isn't that exciting. But if you're in a sales slump, you know, use everything like that you can to try to fight for every dollar that you can get because I think there's still sales to be made by using some of those things. Like I know even the one time when it was like the four ninety nine shipping they were doing, Maddie texted me at the beginning of the hour and she's like, Oh, they're doing that shipping thing again and you sent out messages and I was like, Oh, like it's only four ninety nine shipping, like uh, I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> and I'm like, Oh, it's already like twenty minutes and I'm not gonna do it. And you made like three or four sales that hour yeah. and then at the end of the hour I'm like, Well, I didn't make any sales. So like, yeah. who's winning and who's losing? Okay, right. cool. Like I don't know. Because sometimes I think people like stuff and they just like kind of forget about it. And then they're like, oh, I do kind of want that for that deal. Right. Aren't really overthinking it as much as maybe we think they are. Definitely. So yeah, those are definitely going to be incorporated in our May goals for sure. We got to have something around communicating with buyers and being a little more diligent with that because I think it will help us. Yeah. As we're figuring out this search and we're kind of in no man's land of... 
I think right now, at least my strategy for the search is to just like do my listings like I normally would. Yeah. And I'm not going to be messing around with the lengths of the titles because I don't really know yeah. if it's doing anything. And I'm just going to kind of go with it, which I'm not trying to be like stuck in the mud of I'm not changing, no. but like. Until they say like, oh, you yeah. should do this. <laughs> and they said on the call, they said the more information you put in right now since they are constantly testing new things in the algorithm and testing out different keywords it's kind of in your benefit to just keep the information yeah. as much as you can right now yeah maybe that's i don't know everyone has their own theory and take we'll about see that. i don't <laughs> we don't know what's going on with the search any more than anyone else obviously but <laughs> yeah that's interesting too another like way thing we could play around with is like you know, if you have a day where you go to the bins or something and you come home and you list like a whole bunch of new stuff, maybe go to the last people that gave you five-star reviews to be like, hey, I just listed a bunch of new stuff. Like, I'd love to give you a discount. Like, let people know what's going on in your closet or even posting a picture of your haul on your Instagram just so people are like, oh, like that's cute. I want to see about that. Or, or right. just anything you can do to get people to actually open up your closet and see what other things you have, I think is like key right now. Yeah. Definitely. And then the other thing we are really going to be incorporating in May and the coming months as there is this uncertainty on Poshmark is just really doing our best to cross list and try to get some sales on other platforms. We really are yo-yoers on these other platforms where we're really into it and then we see the results and we're all excited and then we just get lazy. We get amnesia or something. And we, we just, just we're out. We just don't cross list over there, and then it's slow. And then I deleted Depop. <laughs> <laughs> well, or Depop like kind of deletes me. Where yeah. they're like, "Hey, you haven't even opened the app. Like, we, yeah, we, we like all your lists yeah. are like currently on hold." <laughs> um, so that's another thing to just keep in mind. Of like, even if at this point you're only on the Poshmark app, to consider the other apps that are out there or places to sell your items, even like Facebook marketplace. I know our cousin Shelby with the kids clothes specifically has had really good luck on doing those like flash sales and selling some of her son's like styles that don't fit him anymore or things like that. So check out like Facebook marketplace potentially. Even, even like Facebook marketplace, not in the groups. Like I think now they'd fully ship on Facebook marketplace. So you could almost just list your stuff on there as like a selling platform. Definitely. Yeah. I know people do that. And like Mm -hmm. eBay, I mean, we really haven't figured out eBay. So I personally don't use eBay. I know you don't either, but well, like, I can't. I know. I didn't want to say that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I made Rick an account. I'm trying to, it hasn't gotten blocked yet. Oh. So I'm testing some things out. Love it. Keep us posted. But yeah, like for us, for sure, Depop and Mercari, I mean, we've specifically Mercari, we've had pretty good luck on, I would say. And yeah. Depop, we're kind of learning a little bit at a time, but yeah. That's something we really want to have a goal around in May of like a, a listing goal or a activity goal or something on each of those platforms to try to, you know, if Poshmark we're not making as much, maybe some of these other platforms make up the ground make somewhere up else. The ground. I mean, my best months ever are always ones where I have a couple hundred bucks on Mercari. Yeah. And like, and I we should just, just be getting a hundred, couple hundred bucks on Mercari every month. Like, why am I not doing that? We're holding ourselves back. <laughs> exactly. And it's just like one of those things, like we already have all the pictures, like everything's already ready to go. It's just a matter of listing it. 
And yeah, I think not having all your eggs in one basket just kind of takes the pressure off. And I'm sure a lot of the people that are like us and primarily on Poshmark, I can see why people get so frustrated and scared and angry right now because it's like scary if you like like the one person in the comments in the chat that kept saying like I was making 5,000 month this month I made 400. It's like, oh, yeah, like that is really scary. That is really scary if you're that's your income. And yeah. Yeah, I get why you'd be feeling upset. Yeah, maybe don't, like looking at what we can do to diversify a little bit. Definitely. I think again, like something else we could do. We never talked about this, but um, like some of my older listings, it's like some of the cover photos still aren't the best. Like, yeah, that's not helping me. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it's worth it for me to go back and try to rephotograph, but if it can make a listing look more attractive, it might. It doesn't hurt. Yeah, it, that's something in my control more right. than the searches in my control right now. Right. So yeah, there's just things you could be doing. Yeah, I don't think I think it's always a good idea to like every couple months one of us has a goal like that about like rephotographing or like taking more modeling pictures of some of our older stuff since it's like we already have this stuff and if we make the picture a little better even if it's not coming up in that search like maybe during a sale like you said like if the cover picture is better then people will like be like you know see themselves in the item be like oh yeah this is cute and it's not just like lying on the floor all crumpled up or something (laughs) yeah exactly but i don't know if you were on the call let us know what you thought of it if you have anything you're going to be doing differently while we're all kind of adjusting to these new changes and if you're going to be on the search tax call, we definitely want to get some info because we be- both don't have tickets to that one, unfortunately. Yeah. I'm really hoping the video of it comes out quickly after the actual call. So, I yeah. mean, I think we'll be discussing what happens on that call regardless. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. But yeah, like overall, the call was really not what we were expecting from all sides, I would say. Of yeah. Like, the presenters, the other poshers on the call, and kind of just in shock while we were on the call, to be honest, of like... It was a long 20 minutes. Yeah, (laughs) of everything that was going on. So, I mean, it was really, really interesting. And I'm, I'm curious what comes out of this, you know, going forward, the communications with us. I think, you know, although I don't think the way people went about voicing their comments was maybe the best way to do it but i think they know how we're feeling that yeah. people want information that so. is kind of a win for it even yeah. though it was a little off the rails it's like they know <laughs> and, and, and in the defense of the people that were you know feeling more heated in the comments it's like some of these comments have been like on every instagram post for like months and that have yeah. been disregarded by poshmark right so i i totally get being like okay we're having a fireside chat like i'm gonna tell you how i feel like right or like yeah like on instagram poshmark will post a picture of someone with a ton of packages sales and how annoying would that be as a reseller if you've only you know not had the best month and you know taking it out there and now you can finally get to talk to them online so i totally understand where the emotions came from on that call and like i'm not trying to like say that you know, they should have been just quiet no. or something. But like, I totally get where people were coming from, but it was just like, 
There was just so much information scrolling yeah. in the chat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then the presentation was just, like, so... There was just not a lot of meat to that presentation no. either. And, like, as Poshmark ambassadors, like, you know, we know a lot about Poshmark, Poshmark ambassadors. Too. Yeah. You know, like, we know the ins and outs of how to make sales and just the... The really tips were high, so low level. Yeah, the the tips were just so basic where it was like, I mean, come on. You got to give us a little something. This is supposed to be yeah, informational. So, I mean, just yeah. We'll see where Even it goes. at the beginning of the Now I'm just remembering things the I know. It was, just, it was so much it's hard to even process what I happened. know. <laughs> Yeah, it was just kind of fun to be a fly on the wall, honestly. Yeah, but, but like at, even at the beginning, they were like, "Yeah, so today we're going to be talking about search." Like, it's so funny, like that. That's what people want to talk about, and it's like that just came across like so. It's like obviously that's what everyone wants to talk about. Like, I know right. I don't get what that comment was offhand of like the presenter because it was just like, "Well, of course that's what everyone like, wants that to talk wasn't about." Funny. No, it's like read the room. This is like it's like we're all like pencils down ready to write down anything you say and then we were writing it down and at the end of the call we look at our notes and we're like we all knew literally they were like follow your heart do what feels right for your sales which kind of is our advice too but it's like that's not what we thought the advice was gonna be (laughs) from the people that made the algorithm yeah yeah no nuts and bolts on the algorithm were dropped in the call for sure Yeah. But yeah, curious, anyone else that was on the call, let us know kind of what your takeaways were. And like Taylor said, if you're making any changes during this time to your closet, we'd love to get some insight of just what other people are trying and doing and oh yeah, how they're staying positive about Poshmark when there's a lot of negative, negative vibes. vibes around right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I did see on that post you were talking about grateful from Grateful Posher, one of the points was kind of like a gratitude journal, which I've never done, but I was like super inspired yeah. reading that. And I think I would do it a little more broad where she was saying like, write down 10 things every day that you are grateful for, for Poshmark or your whatever. Yeah, your you know business. I mean? Yeah. But yeah, I think I would do it more generally of just 10 things you're grateful for being a reseller of like oh, I love thrifting. I love, you know, whatever. The 10 things of, you know, getting out of the house or whatever. I think that is really... You don't want to get bogged down by, like, everything that could be better because there's always going to be changes. There's always going to be things that are, like, not going well. And, yes, this is a big one. But look at what... There's still good stuff going on, too. And it's, like, I think it'll be good for all of us right now to just remember, like, why why do we spend our time doing this? I mean, a lot of us, like do this during our free time when we could be doing anything else yeah. and then a lot of us like do this instead of a full-time job you know what i yeah. mean like this is their full-time job so it's like remembering why we made those decisions to like we could be out drinking cocktails but we're at the bins like you yeah, know what i mean Just exactly like why we're doing this so maybe i'm getting a little preachy right now but <laughs> no i i agree because some of it is like it's just mindset because just like it just can't it's hard to focus on what you can control if, if you're so focused on that yeah on something that's just not in our control right and I know a lot of us like want to be doing this long term I mean I know both of us don't have really any intentions to be getting out of reselling no. so just keeping a positive mindset and 
remembering like what we like about this job because yeah. it is a job yeah <laughs> I think is really important at any time but especially when there's like at times like this at times know. like this <laughs> these trying times with the search <laughs> yeah um, I was going to say, too, it's been a little bit funny this week on Instagram with all... I've seen so many such funny memes popping up about this call <laughs> afterwards and, like, reels. I saw one that was, like, test group A. <laughs> and they're, like, in a first-class plane. And, like, the test group B was, like... I don't even know. But it was just, like, comparing, like, how, like, one group has it made and one group is, like... Like, whoever's in this control group must just be nailing it right yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> And yeah, just the the funny reels and TikToks of just like <laughs> the reactions, <laughs> the reactions, or what Poshmark's saying on the call and all of that. It's been pretty fun. So whenever there's hard times, the community does come together too in a way. So that's been kind of fun. Everyone's yeah. in the same boat with this new search, and we'll we'll find our way through it. It's gonna be okay, I'm sure. Right. I saw someone post. I can't remember exactly who it was. It might have been one of the two posts we mentioned already. But yeah. They said something about how the old search has been what they've been using for the last 11 years of yeah. Poshmark. So we've had 11 years of like information from Poshmark of how to use that search and yeah. like and resellers that get- have been successful sharing their tips and like our whole podcast up until this point has been on that old search of yeah. like information we lear- have learned. So it's like... We we're going to master the new search, too, yeah. once we have enough time and information. Right. We can't be expected to just, like, automatically shift and, like, be nailing it on this new search. Yeah. So, like, obviously that doesn't help if you have, like, bills to pay or something. No. But, like, it is going to we'll, – we'll figure it out. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, we will learn it eventually. Yeah. yeah. And, like, right now, if the new search is, like, more – because they they shared that it's like they're seeing that Poshmark sales are up and one thing that we've seen a lot on Instagram is like oh like maybe it's more sales but across like more sellers so it's like people that used to not make that many sales or kind of like inactive closets are starting to make sales too and it's like evening out where like the full-time people are people like us that yeah we're hitting a certain amount every month and then are seeing that fall short or whatever that it's just like not falling out in the same way and it's like exactly what you said, like that might be true right now, but it's like once we get more information about what this new algorithm is favoring and people testing things out and Poshmark sharing more information, like we're gonna, the people that are doing it full time are going to be able to master it again. I, that's our thoughts on the fireside chat. Hope you enjoyed this fireside chat. <laughs> <laughs> you, hope you enjoyed our weekly fireside <laughs> chat with y'all. We love our weekly fireside chats with y'all. <laughs> And we will be back next Tuesday with another episode. I think we're going to do another one of our favorite kinds of episodes. Our top secret posh tips. But we're going to do a special edition about how to run a sale. Yes. So we've really come full circle on running a sale. I mean, our first sale ever, I don't think I sold anything. (laughs) (laughs) I think same. And then it's like the second time we ran a sale, we saw saw a little bit of success and we literally recorded an episode like before the sales were even over. Of how to run a sale. Yeah. So now we've, it's been almost a year. We ran a sale probably every two months, three months. Yeah. 
And I feel like we have figured out a few hacks that we are seeing some return on. So we want to share those tips with all of you. And maybe that those, some of those can help you if you do want to run a sale in the upcoming weeks to try to make up a little ground in your closet. It really helped. Like seriously, if you guys could see our closet insight graphs for this month. Mine is weird. <laughs> We ran a sale the last little weekend in April here, crossing into May, and it's like the bar graph is like, and then the last weekend of the month, it's like skyscraper. Yeah. So we definitely want to pass on what we've learned to try to drive a successful sale. So that way, uh, if you want to try out some of the tips, hopefully you can make some good sales too, because it totally turned our months around for April. We're excited to share our goals update next episode. Definitely. So yeah, we'll be back next week with another episode. If you liked today's episode, we know it was a little bit different than our normal episodes, a little all over the place just because the the call was all over the place. So, so were our thoughts. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But let us know if you like this kind of style of episode of recapping these, you know, events that happen with Poshmark. If it's helpful to kind of help you digest some of the information out there as well. And yeah, dying to hear other people's thoughts on this. So feel free to message us on Posh, Poshmark. <laughs> message us on Instagram at Sisters Who Posh, or you can email us. Our email is sisterswhoposh at gmail.com. You can also send us a question there or a listener win. We love to see those too. Yes, and don't forget to leave us a rating on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We love reading those. Or just seeing the five stars. I mean, come on. Makes us happy. Definitely. (laughs) And we'll be back next week. Talk to you Tuesday. Love you, Maddie. Love you too. Bye. Bye.